Time once again for a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Jack, good morning. Merry Christmas. I think Merry it's Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Denny. I think it's Christmas season. I'm looking out the window, and I'm thinking we might be in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, the weather is more like the Pacific Northwest than typical Minnesota at this time of year. Of course, a lot of people say, I'm, I'm glad to have it like this. Oh, yeah, that's right. What uh, What can we talk about today? Well, let's talk about choosing the right wine gift. Uh, you know, I've often said wine is a gift of good taste. It reflects that the giver has good taste and the recipient has good taste. As I've often said wine is a gift of good taste. It reflects that the giver has good taste and the recipient has good taste as well. But you have to wonder, is your bottle of wine going to be gratefully received or regifted? You know, one of the things to remember, I think, when you especially when, and this is year-round, not just at the holidays, but if you're invited to a dinner party, whatever you do, don't bring the wine that you want them to serve at dinner unless you've been specifically asked to do that. Usually the host and hostess have already planned the wines for the meal, and if you bring a bottle of wine that you'd like served, it throws a curveball. So you're better off to bring a bottle of wine and have it for later when you're giving a house gift. Uh, when it comes to bringing wine as a house gift, uh, really expensive wines, I think, are not really necessary. There, there's enough interest in wine that you can find some really interesting wines without breaking the bank. Uh, a new discovery of yours to share with someone is always uh, a very, very good way to begin. And it's a great adventure, you know, particularly uh, if it's, say, a new varietal that you're not familiar with and just had and liked it. Varietal is the grape type uh, that goes into the bottle. In other words, Cabernet Sauvignon, Zinfandel, etc. are grape types. Suppose you discovered a new grape type like Vermentino from Italy. I've had it for years. It's not new. It's been around Italy for centuries. But I found one that I actually liked, and I've shared that with people. And that's been always kind of fun because you're sharing a wine discovery that you made, and uh, it'll be a new discovery for them too. Uh, and it's nice always to have a little connection with the wine. Uh, you discover, we were to tell the story about your discovery. Uh, you had it with food in the restaurant and thought it was good. Tell that story. Uh, always mention what you've had it with food-wise. And something you just can't go wrong with, in my opinion, is a bottle of sparkling wine. Uh, the sparkling wines, you know, every wine-producing area in the entire world makes sparkling wines, whether we're talking about uh, Minnesota or we're talking about Southern California or New Mexico. In fact, some of those uh, sparkling wines from New Mexico and even Texas aren't too bad. Uh, very interesting type of wines. Uh, sparkling wines from other parts of the world besides champagne. Uh, I always am a big believer on some of the sparkling wines from Burgundy. They're made with Pinot Noir or Chardonnay, just like they do in Champagne. And the wines generally are a fraction of the price of real French Champagne. So those sparkling uh, Cremants de Bourgogne or sparkling wine of Burgundy 
can't be called champagne, but it's a sparkling wine. And then, of course, we're fortunate to get all those wonderful new Proseccos from Italy. Everybody, it seems, enjoys Prosecco. It's got a little lighter sparkle, lighter bubble than champagne does, but it's a very nice wine uh, for uh, an aperitif to have before dinner. I'm really a big fan of Proseccos. Uh, And speaking of being a big fan, my boys a couple years ago said, I send out a case of wine to my friends every year uh, and usually write a little description of each one of them. And one of my sons decided that that was such a good idea that we ought to do it at at Haskell. So we have a case that I select, and it's 12 different bottles from wines from all over the world uh, that are bound to please, and then there's a little description of each one of them. Uh, I'm just going to share the wines with you. The one is Salt Sauvignon Blanc. It's from the Pacific Northwest. It's got a zesty acidity and tropical spice nose. It would be very, very good with Thai food. just delicious. Another wine that you've heard me talk about very often is Chateau Milange. This is a wine from Bordeaux. It's a friend of mine who sold K Jewelry for a lot of money, maybe 25 years ago, and he put that money in a vineyard in Bordeaux for his wife. And it's an old convent, and that's the name, Milange, A Thousand Angels. And it is a wonderful go-to Bordeaux for everyday drinking. Terrific with rack of lamb, just delicious. Then there's Provenera, a Pinot Noir from California. Provenera is my go-to everyday wine. It has fresh aromas of cherries and raspberries with a hint of earthy vanilliness, a little spice in the finish. It would be just great with mushroom risotto uh, or grilled salmon, a hot-off-the-grilled plank cedar salmon with it would be absolutely delicious. Then there's one, it's La Forge Viognier. Here's again, like the Vermentino I was just talking about, kind of an unusual varietal. You don't see Viognier every day, and this one is a really good one. The Viognier is the white wine grape type of uh, the Rhone Valley, and it's usually a blending grape, but at La Forge, he has put this in the uh, bottle that's solely by itself, and boy, I think it's the best Viognier I've ever tasted, and it'd be terrific with any kind of Pan-Asian cuisine. Another California wine is Fog Mountain Cabernet Sauvignon. Here's a Cabernet Sauvignon that has everything you'd want in a Cabernet. Uh, It's got that lush plum nose, spicy pepper finish. It's just absolutely terrific and would complement any kind of grilled steak just beautifully. Uh, another white wine is Charles Viognier uh, Chardonnay Bourgogne Blanc, which is, comes from uh, the Burgundy region. It has kind of a nose of apples and lemon and with a little hint of vanilla. It's really a delicious wine and would be great with any kind of seafood, particularly a seafood and cream pasta, say shrimp uh, Alfredo, would be absolutely wonderful with a Viognier Bourgogne Chardonnay. And another one is comes from Burgundy, also a Savigny Le Bon. This is 100% Pinot Noir. It comes from our friends at Diamant, and it's stunning. It's all you'd expect in a Burgundy, and then some. A floral nose with an aggressive 
aftertaste that's sure to please. Try it with roasted chicken for an absolutely dynamic blending of food and wine. Then there's uh, my friend at Veroni, his new Chiani, which is new to this area. Uh, the property itself dates back hundreds of years. It's certified organic, and, uh, all those good things. And Chiani really is a food lover's dream. Uh, it just goes so well with so many dishes. You try this with your favorite pasta dish, and I'm sure you're going to be very, very pleased with it. Then we have, uh, from our friends down in Argentina, Agueri Bay Malbec. Malbec is a, a unusual grape type uh, that's used for blending almost all over the world. But in Argentina, they planted it all by itself, and it is coming to its own in Argentina. It's really terrific. Uh, Agueri Bay is from the Rothschild family, of French fame, where they have the, proper, the Rothschild properties in Bordeaux. Uh, but I'll tell you, this Aguirre Bay is best with barbecue. Any kind of bar with that sweet and hot barbecue sauce, the Aguirre Bay just cuts right through it like butter, a knife through butter. It's just wonderful. The pairing with any kind of barbecue sauce uh, with that Aguirre Bay would be a marriage made in heaven. Then Le Mirier, uh Coteron. Coteron is, again, a really great go-to wine for everyday drinking. It's just delicious. Uh, it's as smooth as silk. It's a ben- blended of Grenache, Syrah, and Carrigan. And uh, it is just a reflection of the limestone and gravelly soil. It's just perfect. If this wine would be an absolute delight with sausages on the grill. And here's that new discovery I mentioned, Vermentino. Vermentino, as I said, has never been one of my favorites. But our friends at Verona have come up with this Vermentino that is quite simply the best I have ever tasted. It would be great with any kind of cream cheese or any fresh seafood. Uh, This Vermentino just with oysters would be absolutely delicious. And then to round off the case, number 12, Louis Boyle Rosé Brut. This is one of those... Cremants de Bourgogne I was just talking about. It's a sparkling wine made in the champagne tradition, uh, except it's made in Burgundy, so it can't be called champagne. It's called Cremant de Bourgogne, and it is not only a beautiful sparkling wine, it's that pale rosé color, and it's just the wine is celebration. You cannot think of it, in my opinion, without thinking of pulling a cork to really go out and celebrate uh, the new year with this uh, rosé sparkling wine from Burgundy. And there you have it, 12 different wines, Jack Farrell case for Christmas, and I hope I've made a good case with you. It really is good wine uh, and well-chosen, and what a wonderful, wonderful gift. Uh, 12 different, that gift goes on all year because there's 12 different occasions your friends are going to open it and think of you. On the um, more budget side, uh, Ted has a 6 for 60 uh, holiday pick of his that will go all the way through uh, the end of the year. That's six wines, $60, and uh, they're well chosen. Ted has picked them up. He's got Casa Ferrelli, which is our own Chianti, uh, made by our friends Girelli, that's the name Farrell and Girelli, Farrelli, 
and it is a delightful wine. It's good with any. It'll be perfect. You know, a lot of people at Christmas maybe have lasagna. Uh, what a great wine to have with that. Then there's a little Cote de Rhone Rastio. Those Cote de Rhones, as I said, are just wonderful wines. They're not expensive, and they adapt to so many different things. That little Cote de Rhone would be absolutely delicious with anything on the grill, from sausages to pork chops. Uh, then the Cavatina Rosé, uh, again, a sparkling rosé that's from Prosecco. Just a marvelous wine, instant celebration. Great wine to have as an aperitif as people are gathering. Bears Lair Chardonnay, my daughter-in-law's favorite Chardonnay, is included in here. It's from California, and it is quite delicious. And then there's View Chateau de Terme on Bordeaux. Just a marvelous little Bordeaux. Would be absolutely great with lamb lollipops or a rack of lamb or even sliced leg of lamb. Just delicious. And last but not least, Mono in Provence Rosé, a rosé from Provence. After all, that's where uh, Pitt and his girlfriend and wife went and bought a great vineyard. Everybody knows that Provence is well-known for its rosés, and they are absolutely delicious and, <coughs> pardon me, easy to like. So that motto in Provence rounds out Ted six for 60. There you have two wonderful cases, a six-pack for $60 and a 12-pack that's a little more. It's $179.99. But they're wonderful gifts and well-chosen. And plus, just think of the adventure you're going to have as you pull the cork on any one of those wines. Uh, it's really a great way to reflect, as I started to say this out, choosing the right wine gift reflects that you have good taste and that the recipient also has pretty good taste to enjoy all the stuff that's therein for you. And as I said with mine, there's a description of each of those wines and a suggestion of the foods to have with them. Some nice gifts for the holidays, wouldn't you say, Denny? Oh, not only are they nice, but I love that idea that you have notes with. I still save mine every year. In fact, I made what I still call here at the house Jack Farrell's ribs <laughs> from from uh, from years ago. No, I love it. Those are both great gift ideas, and I urge folks to get to the Haskells any location, and Jack will tell you uh, where, where the stores are located. But uh, marvelous ideas, and thanks, Jack, for that. Now, where can Thank we find you, Haskells? Indeed, folks at Haskell's can't cook the dinner, but they can make the dinner a great success by picking the right wine to go with whatever your holiday feast is. And there's a Haskell's conveniently located near you. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, right in Excelsior at the Excelsior Dock. In Faribault, right off of 35W, you'll find the Haskell's. There's a Haskell's in Maple Grove. 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Very good, Jack. Let's talk uh, the day before Christmas Eve. What do you say? The day before Christmas Eve, I'm going to look forward to it, Denny. All right. Thanks so much. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.